Hi everyone, you're listening to the Bridgeway Podcast. The purpose of these podcasts is to give us the opportunity to share information and thoughts with you and to inspire all of you who work at Bridgeway. As ever, we'd love to hear from you, so if you've got any feedback, please get in touch. Hi everyone and welcome to, Brid- to the Bridgeway Podcast. And today I'm catching up with Ian Brown, who's our Isolations Delivery Manager, to talk about isolations and electrical safety. Hi Ian, thanks for joining me today. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Been looking forward to doing this. You actually volunteered for this, didn't I you? I was, yeah, I sound like I'm the only person that has volunteered so I far. So. Force everyone else into <laughs> it. Um, so before we start, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so those that don't know who I am, I'm Ian Brown, I'm the Senior Isolation Delivery Manager uh, for Bridgeway. I'm also in charge of traction power electrical safety uh, within the business. I've worked in traction power safety pretty much since I started on the railway 22 years ago. Um, I started as a PTS earthing assistant, um, worked up to an authorised person, nominated person, then moved into planning and then when I joined Bridgeway in the end of 2014 um, I was taken on as an assistant manager. Um, I was then promoted last year when Richard Narge left the business, so I've been with Bridgeway more than eight years now um, and I really enjoy what I do. I'm passionate about safety, it's something I share with other managers and directors. I think safety needs to start at the top and be led by example and at Bridgeway I think it's something that we really yeah, excel at. We do do it well. Um, so obviously in 22 years you've, I imagine you've seen quite a lot of improvements relating to safety and the way we work now. Um, yeah, massive amount of improvements. I know that, you know, um, sometimes we have to battle people, they, they you know, claim it's health and safety gone mad in a nanny state and, but, you know, what we, our part of the business, we work around, primarily around traction power, which is 25,000 volts, or it's DC, um, sort of between six and 700 volts. Um, you know, there can't be too much safety when you're working around those sort of voltages. Um, just in the time that I've been in the business, we've seen sort of like the um, bringing in of the life-saving rules. Yeah. Um, then there was sort of roll devices, like reminder of live equipment devices, which everyone in with PTS will know what they are. Um, we do test before earth now, which is mandatory. That wasn't in when I started 22 years ago, and then more recently this year, We've brought in a new standard of the test before touch as well, which is uh, all of them are major improvements in the mm-hmm. area that we work. And you've been delivering some sessions on that, haven't you, the test before touch? Uh, the test before touch was at the start of the year, yeah. And yeah. then um, this month, Network Rail have been um, doing the electrical safety step up. Um, so you were really keen to record this podcast. Can you tell me why that was? Yeah. Um, in isolations, we work in the background just ensuring a safe working environment when frontline staff or contractors need to work in an area where traction power is present. Um, this month Network Rail have been doing a safety step up around electrical safety um, and this coincided with me doing my own electrical safety driving bridgeway so the podcast seemed like the ideal way to cap that off and come in and discuss it. So just Obviously, I, I'm not aware of isolations fully okay. in terms of what you guys do. So just explain a little bit, a bit about what you actually do in the isolations team. So if people are planning to work in an area where there's traction power present and they're going to come within set distances laid out in standards, um, then we need to provide a safe environment for them to work in, whether it's AC or DC. So the system would then need to be de-energised, portable earthing equipment applied. 
And once it's proved safe, then we would issue permits to work for people to, you know, so they can work safely in those areas. So tell me a bit more, what's portable earth equipment? Um, portable earth equipment, they're earths or straps as some people call them. Um, they're basically cables and they're applied at designated earthing points of the infrastructure using calibrated live line tools. A connection is basically made at the designated earthing point between live equipment and earth. And then in the case of accidental re-energisation, um, in case someone throws the wrong switch or there's a bolt of lightning, the earths provide a direct path straight to earth. So that protects, so if people are working on the infrastructure, yeah. um, obviously electricity will always take the quickest, quickest path. Route. So yeah. that what they do is they provide a, a safe and quick path to earth, which then protects the people that are actually working. Every day is a school day, didn't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the Network Rail Safety Step Up campaign. Um, so the, the Network Rail Safety Step Up, I mean, I've been doing these um, at the town hall briefs with Steve and Mike as well. Um, it's about starting a conversation around safety, feeling able to challenge bad practices and unsafe acts. No matter where you sit in the team, old or young, I think genuine questions about safety and procedures should always be answered satisfactorily by experienced staff. You know, you should never be, feel to be made that the questions you ask are not relevant. Mm. Um, it's, you know, we've worked hard over the last 20 years to sort of eliminate the, the, the big boys club culture and, you know, make everyone feel as though when they join the team, they've got a valid input and that should, you know, that should always be the way that it is, really, so. I'd like to think we've got that kind of ethos right across the business in I, anything that we do. I think we, we have do. a bridgeway, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, and the, um, you know, no questions, a silly question. And no, and it, it's, and you know, that. at the end of the day, the, the, the only way to learn is to ask questions. And if someone asks a question, um, then it's the duty of an experienced member of staff to answer that question, not yeah. to belittle them or make them feel like they should know that or, yeah. you know, this is only for me to know. Yeah. You know, the quickest way for everyone to learn and the safest way to provide a safe environment is to explain exactly what you're doing. Transparency yeah. is everything with safety. So we talk about challenging on safety grounds and I know that sometimes can sound a bit confrontational, can't it? Yeah. I think people might find it that way. I think so as well. And I mean, one of the things that I've been trying to get out with the... Um, step up. A challenge doesn't have to be confrontational, it doesn't have to be um, a valiant act of battle, it doesn't even need to be a huge deal, it's just a, a halt to the proceedings, you know, a moment to clarify what is correct, to just take five and ensure that everything is in order. I mean, people say the word challenge and instantly they imagine that you've got this big scary team leader and you are literally, you know, facing yeah. him off and that's not how it should be, you know, yeah. you should... You should feel comfortable, especially if you've just come out of a PTS and you've just been told that this is the procedure that we follow on the railway, and then they come to site and that isn't being followed. Yeah, they should they should feel empowered to be able to, you know to challenge that and say that. So you know people often find a, prof a professional challenge a difficult thing to do. You don't want to feel silly and you often feel intimidated. But I've used this example quite a lot, and that is if your mate was making you a cup of tea and. He, you don't take sugar and he went to put it in, you would just instantly stop him to say, I don't take sugar in that. And there wouldn't be any sort of, it's all oh, right, okay. And it should feel the same way. Yeah. You know, you should be able to stop people if they're not doing the right thing. Yeah. But a lot of the time, you know, there is ego involved and there is experience involved. There's a respectful way to do it. But the same mindset needs to apply. Your friend wouldn't be offended by your intervention. And as long as you deal with the challenge situation in a neutral, no hostile way, it should be taken as such. 
So if at any time you're unsure or you feel unsafe, then no one should feel that they cannot challenge. I guarantee, absolutely, from Pino downwards, anyone will be supported 100%. It's not just your own safety, but everyone else's is at stake. If you feel that work is taking place in an unsafe way, or process is not being followed, then speaking up is absolutely the correct thing to do. It could be the difference between life and yeah. death. And I say it, Mike says it, Steve says it, Pino says it, everyone says it. There's a, there's, you know, there's a reason we sit in our safety meetings every month. You know, yeah. We support everyone and we support safety. We want everyone to go home safe every day. Yeah. I mean, that is, you know, that's what we're aiming for. So, I, I mean, I, I think we have a good safety culture at Bridgeway. Not just good, I think it's excellent, to be honest. But you've obviously been in the industry a long time. Have you ever been in a position where you've had to challenge somebody that's more experienced than you? And how has that gone? Yes, <laughs> I have. Um, it doesn't happen too often, but um, normally I would find the experience doesn't lie necessarily within the electrical side of it, but... Um, I've certainly had several situations. I mean, one that springs to mind several years ago was um, we had an issue with an isolation and there was a, a big job going on. It was a Kentish Town, a big rerail job. And basically the site manager, you know, I said, we can't make this work. There was a, I think it was a switch that we couldn't operate. The yeah. ETO had said we couldn't do it. And he just, in front of everyone, was shouting at me saying, well, make it work. And, you know, it's... Mm. Times like that, you just have to be professional, put your professional head on and say, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, in the end, I took into one side because I don't want to do stuff like that with an audience. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, the challenge, you know, he challenged me, but yeah. he was more confrontational. But my challenge there was obviously to, to speak him down and just yeah. show him. But um, Did he accept Did he accept it when you he, challenged him? Yeah, he had to. Yeah. You know, in the end, it doesn't matter how much he throws his toys out of his pram, we, yeah. we couldn't make it work. But... Um, and yes, I mean, I have had other situations where I've had to challenge people, especially, um, you know, around taking permits and stuff like that. You know, people not, you know, you brief on one thing and then they don't seem to understand and you need to challenge people, you know, to make sure they're understanding. But yeah, and that goes back to that take five thing that you were talking about earlier, doesn't it? Yeah. And just, you know, it, stop. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's never an easy thing to do, whether it's, you know, no matter who you're challenging it, it's never yeah. not in a professional environment so no. as I, said, the, I think the support's there isn't it if you need to do that then the, the support is there and I mean you look you know ultimately if you need to then you invoke the work safe procedure yeah. you know I mean you 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 are perfect within your rights to say hold on a second I mean one of the videos it's got a, a really good um, scenario in that and you know you're within your rights to sort of stop and say why haven't I seen that test take place yeah um, and then, you know, if you then are not comfortable, you need to invoke the work yeah. services. You know, you need to stop work and you need to call a, a more senior member of staff. Yeah. You know? So what can people um, do to protect themselves while, and others while they're out working on the infrastructure? Um, just make sure that you and the people around you understand the safe working limits. Um, Obviously, we're referring to isolation, so I mean, it's make sure any residual hazards have been identified and their location defined by a reminder of live equipment devices. Um, you know, it's it's all safety stuff. The, you learn all this stuff, and it's there for a reason. Um, make sure any mandatory testing's been carried out. You know, if you're working under test before touch, then ensure that the test before touch has taken place if it needs to. And if you're working in a DC area, you should be testing as a matter of course anyway. Um, make sure the correct paperwork is in place and briefed to the group. You know, it's always important. 
Um, the main thing is just look after yourself and others. You know, we are a team, and the team is only as strong as the weakest link. So we all need to work together, and safety is a, it's a group thing. It's an individual thing, but, you know, if we all work together, then it becomes, you know, yeah. we're strong. Yeah. So finally, what can people do if they want more information about the campaign or electrical safety? Um, so my job is, is just to keep everyone safe and keep them aware. If anyone has any questions or needs advice or wants to discuss concerns when working around electrical hazards on the infrastructure, um, then contact me. I mean, during office hours, you know, they can call me on the phone, email me. I'm always there to talk to people. If they have an out-of-hours issue, the, the on-call manager is normally the first port of call. But if it's a serious electrical issue, then my phone is on 24-7. And I know you didn't want me to say that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway. And it's it's my pledge to people. I know you're always I available. Yeah, I am. And I'm, I'm look if if someone feels that they are witnessing an unsafe act around traction power, then they can phone me. You'd and rather I would, be called. I would absolutely yeah. pick up my phone and tell them, you know, advise them. And then from there, we can either put their mind at rest, or, you know, in the worst case situation, we'll stop the job. Yeah. But you know, that that's my pledge. So. That shows how passionate you are I and am, how much I am you wanted to do this podcast in the first place. No, when, when I joined Bridgeway, I, I, I came from another company that didn't do the same as what Bridgeway do. And, and I, it, has, it didn't take me long to fall into that spirit. And, yeah. you know, when I see everyone else doing the same thing, because I know that I can call Mike Harris at two o'clock in the morning, I can call any of the directors, yeah. and they will answer their phone, you know. Yeah. And it's part of the feeling safe is the network of safety as well, yeah. you know, and, and just knowing somebody's there. If you absolutely. Yeah. You know, and there's no point in telling people to do all these things and then, then they can't action it. So, you yeah. know, okay. Absolutely. Any final message? The final message is just stay safe. Yeah. You know, make sure you know what you're doing. Just watch out for yourself. Watch out for the people around you, you know, look after your physical and mental health and, you know, don't be just, afraid to challenge yeah, if you need and just, to. That will get everyone home safe every yeah. day, hopefully. Yeah. So thanks so much for your time today. Obviously, I've, when we've had guests before, I've had to kind <laughs> of twist their arm at the back to take part, but you actually came to me and said, can I do this podcast, which it, was really nice. It felt nice. important. It integrated yeah. nicely with what we're doing at the moment with the step up. Yeah. So yeah, it felt, it felt um, another good way to get out of there. So, and obviously it's, it, it is a good way to get a message across, isn't it? Yeah. So, so we, all, we always ask at the end of these podcasts, for the next episode, who would you like to hear from? Ooh. Well, that's put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't know, I don't have a training done one yet. No? That'd be interesting to hear. From the training Yeah, team. I'd like to hear Liam. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think he, I think he'd sound good on the... Uh, Recorded yeah. media. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can twist his arm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks.